as a phrenologist, I'm very interested in his skull and head measurements. I am a junior phrenologist, though. I did join the phrenology club. Got your phrenology uh, merit badge. <laughs> yeah, I got my phrenology certificate. <laughs> I hope Hope Hicks picks Hope Hicks. Today, Friday, March 26, 2021. Gun Control Troll Patrol, or This is the Problem with Everything, Episode 166. I am Holiday Rob. I'm Loki Sapfoot. Welcome to the Problem Hole, and we are here today to talk about things that nobody wants to talk about. Tickle in the problem hole, tickle in the problem hole, talking about shit that no one wants to talk about. Uh huh. Sorry. That's pretty good, actually. I just, just had to, I just, I just yeah. felt like I had to sing. You, you know? know, sometimes you get the, sometimes you get the spirit in you. You know, you gotta dance a little bit. Yeah. What are we here if not to give the spirit to the people? I'm feeling like hyper energized today. That's I good. made a smoothie. I bought a motherfucking blender. <laughs> Who are you? I put kale and a banana and some carrots and some celery. Did you watch some, some daytime in that shit? Talk TV while you did this? Uh, no. Oh, oh. Um. But we're almost I'll, I'll keep that option in mind. <laughs> I used to eat, uh, drink smoothies all the time, and then my blender broke, and then, oh. and then I went through a bad breakup, and then like seven years passed. And <laughs> you know, <laughs> but uh, anyway, I bought a blender and I did I had a smoothie, and uh, instead feel- of feeling uh, desperately tired and then in fear of my next bowel movement after eating, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I f- have felt energized yeah. and like on one all day sweet so, that might also just be uh part of the same same swing in uh, bipolar disorder that <laughs> led me to purchase the blender that might just be the positivity from that <laughs> but who knows fuck it. it we're feeling great let's go with it uh it's a mystery wrapped in an enigma wrapped in a I'm Loki Sapfoot. If you want some uh, some uh, smoothie recipes, hit me up on uh, on uh, what, what, what am I on Twitter? <laughs> Twitter and uh, uh, Instagram. This beer's kicking in or something. Finally, yeah. The words all right flowing, <laughs> not coming out efficiently. Um, yeah, hit me up on the Twitter at Sapfoot or Instagram at Sapfoot. Um, I make artwork. If yeah. you want to buy my artwork, you can do that. Uh, reasonably priced t-shirts and prints. Uh, you can Sweet. even get them framed for a little extra fee if you want. Um, fineartamerica.com slash profiles slash Loki, L-O-W-K-I, dash sap foot. Go there and uh, get yourself some swag. Sweet swag, 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 swag. What's the difference between uh, like merchandise and cheap pot? Swag is one spelt with a C, and one is just S H W A G. I don't know. Anyway, what? you have to get both of them from a foreigner. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's swag, which is this whole new no, thing the kids are saying. You only get that when you're rich. <laughs> That's what they give you. Uh, they give you a swag bag when you're uh, at the Grammys. <laughs> well, so I'm you talking, already won. I'm talking swagger. Oh, oh, oh. There's swag, yeah. swag, and swag. Like my Nikes are swag. <clears throat> but pronunciationally, I don't know the difference between cheap pot and like gear swag swag like swag, stickers and swag. shirts and 
Anyway, what's your name? <laughs> I am Holiday Rob. Sorry, <laughs> we got deep there. Uh, he, he took me to his madness. Yeah. Check me out on Twitch, Holiday Rob, um, twitch.com slash Holiday Rob. Uh, super easy to find. I have been playing a lot of Breath of the Wild yeah, on yeah. there, like every three, every every other day, roughly, uh, because I'm addicted. No, because I want to play a game, and I find the best way to do it is when I'm streaming to you nice people. Uh, at Holiday Rob on Twitter, at Holiday Rob 2 bs on Instagram, at Holiday Rob on TikTok. Those are the important ones. Nobody goes to Facebook. What is that? What's Facebook. A, what's a Facebook? I I'm on Facebook because I feel like I have to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I have, I have my news that I just sent out into the world and my arguments that I'm not active on there. I just, whenever I finish a painting, I just, what's one of the places I post it. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a good way to keep it. Keep your Facebook at arm's length. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't. Yeah. No. For many years I had no Facebook and then it was recently I was like, ah, I should probably, I'm I'm missing out on a a segment of people that might be interested i have to keep it open if i'm gonna really get this <clears throat> e-boy thing going here i gotta you're doing great buddy I'm, I'm gonna be an e-boy everybody uh i decided to grow up from a man to an e-boy <laughs> i've been a fuck boy long enough it's <laughs> no, time to become I a fuck from, man I went from fuck boy to rent boy to e-boy <laughs> and if you don't get that watch some more english shows um I don't really yeah know. it was a uh it was an episode. We tried to help you all reach enlightenment. I think it's a real good episode. Reach, I feel good about it. Good. Reaching enlightenment is not easy. Uh, I talked about topics that I talked about all day and I didn't want to talk about on the podcast, but it... it I tried my hardest not to incur <laughs> Rob's wrath uh, while we... We didn't really debate. We mostly agreed. There's some slight disagreements. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, and at the end of the day, I think... Uh, you know, those are the things you just you just have to deal. With. I mean, like that was the crazy thing is, some of the people I was arguing with, I was like, dude, I totally want to hang out with this guy. This guy seems cool. Like he seems like a cool person. Why would I want to hang out with this dude? Yeah. Um, talk about any other subject. That's cool. You know. So, yeah. I, I don't know. You gotta. That's how I feel about certain family members. Yeah. Like it's super fun as long as we just talk about football. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But then all of a sudden, kneeling during the anthem comes up, and well, there are, there are differences. <laughs> fires, <laughs> fires get set and shit. Um, so you have you were t- we were talking about this uh, um, painting you're working on currently. Oh, yeah, hey, yeah. I'm I'm getting set to drop my bikini trill painting here. I don't know. It's going to be probably a couple of weeks still. Sweet. Um, it's hard to it, one portrait is difficult. Mm-hmm. A three-in-one composite from three different photos into one portrait is more difficult, and it's not that I really need it to look like it's a real, like they're all in the same space. Yeah. Like it can look fake collaged, but like their skin tones need to match relative to each other. And yeah, the sizes of their heads need to be somewhat analogous to reality yeah. for it to be readable. Yeah. So it's tricky. It's a lot trickier than your ratios got to be on. Yeah. It's, it's, you could say three times as tricky as one portrait. <laughs> um, it's tricky, tricky, tricky. Yeah. Tricky, so I'm, tricky. I'm straining my eyes and getting headaches 
for this yeah. painting, but yeah. it's turning out real well so far. Fucking hey, it does look good. Yeah, Rob's seen it. Uh, you will not see it uh, as a listener because I don't like to do works in progress no. photos so much. I I get real tempted sometimes, yeah. but like I don't want people to see the ugly steps. Yeah, I want it. I don't. I don't want them to see the uh, how the sausage is made, so to speak. I had a moment of that because I did. Um a time lapse for this uh, bookcase that I made. Oh, yeah. And definitely there's tons of Rob ass crack in that <laughs> as I'm putting this fucker together. You can't really see it, but it's there in quite a few frames. If you can, you can pause yeah, it on you can pause right it quick frame. enough, yeah, you're, you're, you're good. Get some you got some you got spank some, bank material. Got some Rob split. All right. Well, uh, yeah, let's... Uh, Let's play a song to. Let's do it. Let's make to him kick this bitch off. Give him some tunes. Um, speaking of Bikini Trail, uh, let's play a song by them, shall we? We shall. This song is super catchy. Um, I saw them play it uh, before they put it out last November, a year and a half ago almost. Okay. When they came here, um, and I went to see them, they played this, and I hadn't heard it before, but no one there had heard it. And but it was so catchy that like you could immediately sing along to the hook, like I don't know, it was great. Um, and I think you'll like it too, listener. So uh, here's Bikini Trill Outlaw, and then we'll talk to you about uh, Gun Control. Gun Control. Spooky. Yeah, but first, Bikini Trill Outlaw.
Fiddling while Rome burns. What's the Iraq? What's the Iraq war you're gonna lay down on us? Maybe it's not a perfect metaphor. (laughs) (laughs) A one-to-one analogy, maybe. (laughs) Oh, okay. So off the cuff, (laughs) and write this out. (laughs) Damn it! (laughs) I like my podcast planned. Then you, my friend, are in the wrong place. <laughs> you probably should have mentioned this before episode one, whatever, 65, 6? What are we're, we on? We're on 166. 166. <clears throat> Get your kicks on episode one, 66. That can't be the title. <laughs> we got to do better than that. <laughs> we're better than that. <laughs> I'd like to think so. I'm not, but we'll try. Um, it's better than what I've been doing all day. I feel crazy as hell right now. I got nothing done today. I was useless. Just totally Bummer. useless. It's awesome. Sorry. Yeah. Why? I just felt like today was the day to fight with people. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Today, I just, sometimes you allow yourself one of those days. Mm-hmm. Just one. You can't do that all the time. It's useless. I do that pretty often. You sleep all day. <laughs> good naps napping <laughs> i know why did sometimes why do we fight it as children sometimes i'm like well because it's different than especially at daycare like it's like other people around and you're on a weird little mat that smells all mildewy <laughs> it smells like feet like the bleach rag at a diner you know yeah <laughs> it's different than napping in my bed as an adult <laughs> Sometimes I question, it's like, do I really need to, like, what am I being driven by? Why do I need to make art? Yeah. Some sort of altruistic sense of giving to the world or is it like selfish need for attention? Is it a blend of the two? And the question I'm getting at is whatever the goal of making the art is, is all of that worth the effort when I could just fucking nap? I have a job. It pays the bills. I could just nap. Yeah. I could be useless. Just video games and naps. I mean, I do a lot of that. Don't get me wrong. Right. Um, I don't know. I guess it just depends on how, to me, I always found it really important to have nothing time. Um, I prioritize my nothing time sometimes. My nothing time has been prioritized. I I get I get too much nothing time though. That's what I'm saying. And then I get anxiety. But then sometimes I think like, what's it matter? Am I gonna leave a legacy? Someone gonna give a shit? Doesn't matter. It all turns to dust. Well, then I guess that almost makes the argument. Well, why not do something anyway? Then the I think the I feel like that's where you got to get to. You got to wrap all the way around the other side in a spiral to where you get to like fuck it and then you do it without having the worry about it. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah, you're free. Yeah. You've made it to the other side and I you're have free. not gotten there. I am very worried about it. <laughs> well, I am to a degree that like I have to live now. Um I don't I'm not going to have a job to go back to uh <laughs> after a year and uh 
and there's no immediate pressure for me to get one necessarily, but I do like making my own money and, you know, contributing all the things that I do contribute to my situation. So <clears throat> I don't know. It's you telling me you have a chance to live the dream of a sugar mama? <laughs> no, no, not you're, even close. You're turning this down. <laughs> no, not even close. <laughs> I have I have the chance of being like a single father ish. <laughs> oh, I understand. <laughs> Not quite, but uh, I mean, she travels a lot and babies on the way, so you know. Yeah, it's gonna be wild. I don't know. I don't know. We're, we're gonna do some of these, and when we half awake from them, we'll be like, and so then I didn't get any sleep last night. Or it's gonna the be psychedelic. <laughs> Dipping in and out of the dreamscape. <laughs> Never quite in one world or the other. Mm-hmm. Always in the... <laughs> um, shit, what was I... I was going somewhere with this. Where was I going? I don't fucking know. Where was I going? I don't fucking What did know. you spike the the ed- uh, the uh, herbals with? <laughs> marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. There was marijuana in that bowl we smoked. <laughs> oh, up. shit. I don't know if you knew that. Damn it. <laughs> How? 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 How did you do it? How did I not know? Undetected. Like, he went undetected. How? Like, do I have to explain, like, <laughs> photosynthesis and, like... <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you would. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want it. He's like, it's not that kind of podcast. Google it. Yeah, right. You have the Google machine. The light gets turned into chlorophyll and, well, it's pretty pretty trippy. You should Google it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Mm. Um, (laughs) I had had a thing and I was going somewhere. I don't know. I'm I'm sorry. It's okay. It's not. I think I I sent myself off track. It smells... uh, really good in here there's food being cooked in the next room it's very yeah. distracting yeah that can be problematic our senses are being overloaded right it's now all like oniony and like it smells like fucking italy in here you know i do have do you, it does smell like italy in here um i do have uh i can confirm i've been to italy uh it smells just like this a little more exhaust i mean we're in rome so Maybe in one of the nice villas. Yeah. yeah, that's an Italian word. You can take it with you, man. Cool. It means like a place. This is a fucking <laughs> educational ass episode. Learning about chlorophyll and villas. <laughs> villas. Italian villas. The smells of Italy. <laughs> Onions, apparently. Oh, it's man. Oregano. Have we reached our flesh hole threshold? Never. <clears throat> Never. There's always room for more. More flesh hole threshold. Um, I, over there on the board, which nobody can see. But, I can see it. But it's upside down. But I have the stats for... So say if I was a police officer, a law enforcement yeah. officer. I don't want to say that you're... A, I, don't, I don't want to. And you stop a car, right? Uh-huh. And so you're like, okay, I'm going to walk up to it. First thing you notice, driver is male. <clears throat> Hang on, let me go get this because I want to explain it better. Okay. Tell him what I'm doing. He's uh, grabbing the whiteboard <laughs> and bringing it over. And he's cackling, <laughs> which I think you can hear. Yeah. And now he's <laughs> turning it over. 
And uh, uh, okay. now we see some figures. We've got at the top corner here. We have the U.S. population. We need a telescopic pointer. <laughs> As of uh, like Yakko Warner, twenty twenty, three hundred thirty-three million, roughly. Uh, it's a little less than that. Guns in the U.S. estimated at three hundred ninety-three million. Now, interestingly enough, three percent of the population, uh, nine hundred ninety-nine million people, <clears throat> own one hundred thirty-three million guns. So for 323 million, there are 260 million guns. Now I'm walking up to the car, uh, 48.2% are men, 49.2% of gun owners. No, no, no. Just of the population, general population. I was going to say that that's surprising, but so uh, roughly less than 159 million (laughs) citizens in the United States are men to 160 million guns. Some other stats that are going to be running through my head are that... So it's like a gun per guy. Oh, no, it's... 1.64 guns per... Right, a gun and a half per guy. Uh, I think of 80% of violent crimes is committed by men. Um, and 90... because we're alpha as fuck, bro. 96% of murders. Fuck yeah. <laughs> as of 2020, 50% of homicides, in fact, are 15 to 29-year-olds. That makes so. sense. Um, so all those things are like going through my head as I'm like walking up to the car where there's like a possible young young male driver. I wouldn't be a cop, but if I were a cop, I'd probably shoot somebody on accident because I'd be so stressed out all the time that everybody hates me. Yeah. And I would also have gone through uh, a thorough propaganda washing, teaching me to fear and treat everyone as an enemy. Like, uh, like I would feel stressed out just if you put me in that like quantum leap right now, like yeah. without going through that propaganda training. Right. So imagine that you know an actual cop. But what what my whole point was was that I was making a thing where I start with that uh-huh. and kind of get you to see like, oh yeah, yeah. If there's like a young male in that car, that cop's gonna be worried. Like how that coincides with how women have like stories of trauma about dealing with men and how like commenting not all men helps in those situations like it was more of like a i'm taking it one place to try and like flip it right on another subject yeah like the like cops are just like chicks (laughs) 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 to to too long didn't read it cops (laughs) equals chicks when it comes to men dealing with scary (laughs) yeah dealing with young men (laughs) right right to to show show the cop the yeah try to get him to see that perspective maybe right or even just and just any just any person who's just like sitting there thinking (laughs) i don't know just thinking ridiculous thoughts I'm afraid of everybody. <laughs> I'm afraid of Americans. <laughs> I'm, afraid I'm afraid of, of the world. world. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, <laughs> is it of the world or for the world? Oh, I, I thought it was of the world, but <clears throat> it might be. The, that's what David Bowie, right? I never originally. played it. I never listened to it real close. Uh, there's a version of that by X Clan, huh? And huh. and the singing is done by the dude from Papa Roach. Isn't that oh, fucking weird. Okay. Very strange choice. That's the thing that can happen, I guess. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> It'd be better, you know, if it wasn't. Papa Roach sucks. Yeah, I'm not a fan. But I digress. <laughs> digress? Yeah, I, I digress. You, you digressy? I digress. I Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse High School. I Neil deGrasse Tyson during the <laughs> national anthem, and it is a shame and an affront 
to our men and women who serve this country. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those ones, them's. You know, are you telling me you don't support the troops? Like, if one depends on the troop. If one, a lot of those guys suck. If one stumbled, <laughs> if one stumbled, you wouldn't keep him from taking a knee. <laughs> Anything but that. I'd take a bullet before a knee. Has anyone said that? That's got to be a thing. You know what I saw today? Speaking of things where you can't tell if it's a fucking parody or not. Yeah. There's this dude running for I think Senate in uh, Texas. Yeah. Um. He's from New Jersey, and then he tried to run uh, in Nevada and lost. And he's got a bunch of assault cases against him and shit. Ooh, a peach. Yeah. He's, you know, a big, looks like a thumb, wears a cowboy hat, <laughs> even though he's from New Jersey. Oh you know, that type of dude. Yeah, but yeah. So he his campaign video launched today. An alpha. And it is amazing. Like, he rides a bull. <laughs> and then he gets up after being thrown off the bull and it goes to this like like a literal bull or like oh no those... I, th- I don't know if it's actually him oh, riding okay. the bull oh, okay 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 he's it might be a body double yeah i don't know but if so he, he's like he rides the bull like the thing is like i'm not afraid to really get in there and do the dirty work kind of thing you know I'm one of you, even though I'm from New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he gets up off the ground, and then it cuts to this like dollar store Sam Elliott guy that's leaning on the, on the you know whatever the wall where they do the bull riding. I don't know what the fuck they call it. The fence. Yeah. He's leaning. Yeah. And he looks at the camera and he goes, "Careful, that's a tough one. We call her Nancy Pelosi." <laughs> and it's like the ch- and then so he's walking and he's like. I can't remember exactly how what the wording of the pun is, but he's walking, looking at the camera, and he's like, I'll get, you know, deep in there. He's, he's basically saying, I'm going to get in their bullshit to fix it or whatever. Yeah. The, you know, the evil Democrats, communist bullshit. Or, but he doesn't say bullshit, but as he's he would say it, he steps in it and, like, it pans down. And he stepped in shit, like with his boots, you know. And he's walking, and it's it looks like you know those truck commercials they show during football games where all the letters that Sam Elliott says jump like, off the screen, jump up. It's, it's cool, like it's cool animation, but like all the letters, and then like the truck is like driving on a mountain. And the mountain turns into miles per gallon or torque or whatever. <laughs> it looks like that, but it's like a campaign commercial. Yeah. And it says uh, it, at one point it uses lockdown, which is a, a grammar Nazi pet peeve of mine. When people use things that are nouns like uh, lockdown, uh, if it's one word, lockdown is a yeah. noun. Okay. So you cannot lock down something. You can lock down something, but when you contract it into one word, it becomes it's a, a noun. It's a thing, yeah. So anyway, he made that mistake in his campaign. Like one of the words that pops up is grammatically incorrect, <laughs> and he stepped in some shit to own the libs. <laughs> and if he didn't step in shit, then that then he made fake shit. He like hired a prop person to make fake bullshit, which is even more amazing which i hope it wasn't real <laughs> either way it's hilarious i hope it was real i want him to commit to the whole thing anyway he's probably gonna win but what, what state is this in texas wow. texas 
Texas. Texas. Uh, what a mess. Big Dan. I don't remember his last name. Big Dan. It was looks like a like a car. Yeah. Car lot. Like you know, used Big Dan's Big used Dan. cars. But sure thing, Big Dan. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Sounds like medium sized Dan to me. Yeah, I saw that today. I was pretty entertained by it. <sighs> All I did was argue with dudes, and the dudes who were just like unhinged were the fun ones. Whereas, like, the dudes who were real calm and, like, wanted to have, like, an actual conversation, I just had to be like, you know what? You seem like an okay person. I'm sorry. I might be trolling you. <laughs> but the... Un- casualties in the meme war. Yeah. The, the unhinged dudes were pretty fun. Like, really, all you had to say was, like, you don't actually sound mentally stable enough to use a firearm. <clears throat> and that usually triggers them pretty hard. Yeah trigger <laughs> trigger the, the firearm boys but yeah i don't know there's no there's i don't know i don't know it's yeah. it's basically a hopeless situation but we want to you know recap some of the greatest hits of the arguments not not, not so much <laughs> it, so much as to say like if you can't imagine another world being possible then it isn't possible like if you can't I mean, yeah. see a world beyond the primitive tools of the moment, like then you're not going to be able to, you know, have an idea of what's possible for the future. Yeah. I mean, right. This is like some hippie bullshit, but it felt profound to me. I was probably high. I mean, (laughs) like we could make up anything. Why did we make this up? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we could have made up. I mean, we made up language and like, we made up all kinds of cool stuff, but paintings, then, and right? And music novels and, and music, yeah. and moving pictures. Yeah, we made cell phones, and so so. Why did we make shitty capitalist awfulness? And I don't believe that we couldn't have. It's like, well, you can't have all those good things you just mentioned without sweet capitalism. That's not true. There were lots of sweet things before right. some, for some people just because like, it was like a nightmare other places. Which I think you've said before, like why like, it's like a myth. Like why would they say like without like the competition of capitalism, you won't have innovation. Like why wouldn't people still be motivated to have good shit? just because they weren't worried about being homeless or whatever. Like, you know, yeah. like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Just because if things were better, people would still want even better. You'd always want better. Always. Well, because you can't you, like when you, so that's like the whole thing about being kind of, you know, privileged is that like for the most part, when you're privileged, you don't know how privileged you have, you are. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. You don't know until uh, it shows itself or somebody tells you. you know? Shouts out to the Bhagavad Gita. <laughs> Yeah, the S- Siddhartha as well. Yeah. Is that who you're talking about? No, it's oh. a different thing. Oh, okay, but, but sure. I, I well, okay. So one thing I thought about today, one thing that I find, okay, here's a couple things that I that can be garnered from my gun trolling, which is mildly debate, but also I have to be fair. I'm, I'm trolling a lot of these guys. You're on the gun control. 
I'm on troll the patrol. I'm on the end of guns. I'm the on gun control troll patrol. I'm on Sorry, I'm on. No. Let's get rid of all the guns, and I don't care if people can make That's them or manufacture them. Though, I well, mean. I don't I don't care. I don't I don't think it is. It's only unrealistic if you say it is. Like, but I do say it is because I mean. But why though? Why is it unrealistic? Because they can be used as a tool that's not... The answer doesn't lie entirely in getting rid of the tool. Yeah. You got a question, which doesn't get questioned enough, the cultural phenomenon that we're dealing with. Yeah. Like, because you've got... It's sort of a uniting thing because you get people from different backgrounds. Like, because you get like Muslim terrorist guys, like the. <laughs> but it is always a, like a, a, a suppression of, like a religious suppression thing. Because you get like white supremacist evangelist terrorist types, and yeah. you have like uh, Islam terrorist guys, like the Orlando guy. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the cultural thing, like the toxic masculine uh, spectacle uh, P.T. Barnum <laughs> shit yeah. that it becomes. Like, that's a part of the thing, like the true crime. You mean the two gold-plated AKs that you hold right here as you go through the parade? and Right, the, the President Mountain Dew Camacho shit. Like, <laughs> it's, uh, I'm not saying like, I'm not I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah. Like, you know, stop people from getting guns. Yeah. I mean, I guess I am if you're saying like we gotta melt every gun down. Like, I am I am saying that. But but I'm uh, saying that I'm saying that within I'm saying that within the reason with the reality that like I understand that like no, guns have been invented, they're they're here to stay yeah, with humanity. But the goal to me at this point living paste is out of the tube, as right, they say. Yeah. The the point of it at this point is just to create an idea of American culture that's beyond the gun that decides that we don't need it and we're going to put it down and that's it and we're done with it. Um, if you don't make that, where does it come from? I mean, how does it happen? It doesn't just spontaneously. This, this what we're dealing with, didn't just spontaneously happen. Well, it, it built that's, up. That's like there's, you know, necessity is the mother of invention. Um did like did weapons exist first to kill people or did they exist first to hunt and defend from tigers you know what i mean yeah or both it was just kind of all of that happened at once right i don't know like what's the It it really depends on the origin of the species and if the origin of the species is like eradication or genocide of another similar species um or even related species yeah. like that would be an issue because like say like for example so chimpanzees can have war they commit infanticide and they kill bonobos they, don't they just bone yeah bon- bonobos are amazing yeah. i'd, I'd want to be a bonobo <clears throat> or an orangutan <laughs> hell yeah dude um but like yeah chimps are kind of brutal uh i think they've practiced like something like cannibalism before or they will on their enemy um, chimps are fucking i'm yeah, terrified of them. yeah they're, they're they're terrifying i animals. get real nervous when they have when you like when jack Hanna or whatever goes on the fucking late show or whatever the fuck yeah yeah, the chimp and Johnny Carson's all like, don't, don't wave your fucking arms around, dude. He's going to rip Johnny Carson's fucking arm off. Jesus. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I guess it depends on how you like think about the origin of species, but I think to some degree, as uh, consciousness became more part of the species. Um, I mean, it even shows kind of historically there were more matriarchal societies. There were more, um, I guess what you would say, like animism versus like uh, multi uh, deity versus monotheistic, you know, ideas of religion. So everything's alive, not just these guys in the sky or that guy in the sky or whatever, you know, Um, animism being the belief that all things, all, all things are alive are alive. Um, yeah. And the only reason I've been like thinking about any of this stuff is cause I've been doing like some working on a video essay, uh, that kind of alive and sacred <clears throat> imbued with godliness right. innately. And, and that we're part of that stew that yeah. we're not separate from it somehow that we're just as much right. a part not of it. just alive, but divine. Yeah. That's what animism yeah. means. You got it. Yeah. Uh, that degree came in, <laughs> in handy. <laughs> I, I almost have a minor in religion. I still remember some of the shit I learned in those elective classes. Right. So it's, it's really interesting that like, I think, I think part of the sickness of, um, of American culture is there's an idea that property equates life that livelihood and living are equated to objects. And, and also I think that moral, moral, uh, goodness is equated to having abundance. Oh, acquiring. Yes. Like, yeah. The accruing of, of, right. Um, so property plays a big role in American history and mythos as far as like, uh, you know, as far as like the colonizer European history is, is concerned with, and uh and so like part of that is that it became okay at a point for a life to be taken over property that the object is so important that the person you're dealing with that having to take a life is important it's now, a product <clears throat> of of fear and insecurity right like you think that you know this is scarce so if i don't kill for it me and my family will go without and the biological imperative to survive and pull, push the species forward. That's the, you know, to me, to me, what that comes off like a little bit is a traumatized culture. Exactly. Is, is, right. a, is a culture of people it's, who it's have been traumatized over generations. The momentum of fear just completely took over. Right. Yeah. Whereas if it were a society based on, uh, bravery, you, you wouldn't be worried that your neighbor is going to steal your shit. Right. You know, have to put up a fence with spikes and wait all night with your shotgun. Yeah. Like <laughs> it, it, it comes down to the mindset in some way, you know, on some Oprah, the secret shit. Yeah. For yeah. real. Like it does. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so, so that kind of like weird historical trauma, uh, kind of finds a vein throughout, American history, which is like, which is what's wild because like while you fight with people or I do, uh, I'm native. So I fight with people who, you know, are like, Oh yeah, well, you know, they conquered your people. And it's like, so like not only 3000 years ago where the Greeks, like, you know, so, uh, I think it was Socrates or Sophocles. One of them was arguing that might is not right. 
<laughs> you know, this idea, but like how, you know, how does like going into somebody's house, stealing it and then being like, well, possession is nine tenths of the law. Yeah. So that, that, that means I'm right. Cause how, I does, stole. how does that work? Like that's, that's right. completely wild. So, but on a, on a primal level, there is truth to that, to where, like, you can't argue because I just killed you. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. sorry. Right. <laughs> like, and again, that kind of shows the... And that's why the bad guys always win, because they have no problem with that. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, that shows, that, that shows some crazy things, uh, I mean, about, I guess, the bad guys. But, <laughs> but, like, yeah, at what point do you cross over and become part of the bad guys? And where does, why does, you know... You well, know how can you ever beat the bad guys if they, have, if they hold nothing as sacred and have no decency? Right. How can you, without becoming them, how do you <clears throat> fight that? I think I think in how in, does the human spirit <laughs> win out in that in that kind of thing? It's like it's like uh, multiplying by a negative. You know what? What like, I always I always go back to the to the oldest time. So if you were in a tribe of twenty five, what would you what would you all have done? Do you think if it was just like a, a group of twenty five people, how would they vote on the person who would behave that way? Just oh, just a single person exile them. Yeah. That's the punishment. And they'd probably die, right? Or you would think Or they'd eventually. find someone else to take up with. Right. Depending on the yeah. geography. Um, so some groups learned to not do that. Like the, uh, I think the Tasmanian people. So the Tasmanian aboriginals, um, without having said, I've actually looked into this very deep. Um, <laughs> Deeper than me, uh, <laughs> apparently. Uh, had 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 no issues with actually just terminating the person. Um, which again, I mean, that's you're crossing over into state state sponsored murder territory. Right, Cause then it's like, who says, you yeah. know, what if, yeah. what if the other guy says that he, we shouldn't kill him. Like who gets to decide? And then how are you who car- a decent person? Out, yeah. If you're the one pushing to kill a guy, like, right. why are you in charge? If you're trying to kill people, <clears throat> it starts to get so, then I guess you kind of make the argument, not you, but just the argument is made for like one well, makes pri- pri- the argument. One makes the argument for prison, for jails, for some way to separate these people from society in a way that they can't hurt anybody else, but without necessarily ending their life. Per oh, se. and then you know what we can do is we can get them to do cheap labor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I don't. And then know. we can we can uh, lobby for all the laws to be super <laughs> fucked up so that people have to go to prison well, a lot have, more, and that way we get more. Got to have a minimum. Yeah. Basically, free labor. Mandatory minimum. Yeah. This is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're on the next step, though. Whatever the next step is to go beyond that, but. Like, I forget which state it is. A state just outlawed the death penalty. Kentucky, maybe, or yeah, one of the one of the states you wouldn't think would (laughs) would outlaw the death penalty, (laughs) if I remember right. So, if you were gonna if you were gonna say like, you know, what percentage of the of the population is that is that incorrigible psycho? like what? What is that? Is that like path, um, sociopathology or something like that? Like just being a sociopath that it is that comes out of the womb, just bad, fucked up, bad, bad, bad fruit. Right can't away, can't play with others for their whole life. Yeah. Um, 
but so even if sure like in a tribe of 25 people like of course ostracize uh banishment is the so so what is the is the idea right but you can't how we can't do that here we're we're gonna put them right right send we already australia is out we already filled that with people there's people living there now like there's no prison colony to send them to yeah it's like live amongst yourselves like there's Yeah, uh, so that's, I, I, that's not an option. What do no. we do? Do we kill them? We lock them up, and then I mean, if we were talking like just sci-fi options, I'd be like, well, I'm sure there's some way to psychologically make them think they're doing bad things, but that's helping society. So you're getting into Clockwork Orange <laughs> territory. Well, maybe that's more of like manicuring somebody's behavior. Don't don't change their behavior. Use their behavior against them in it's, some way that is useful for the society. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that works, but you could psychologically maybe figure that shit out maybe. And it'd be creepy as fuck. Hmm. How would you use like a, how would you use a racist racism <laughs> against how do you to... harness it for the greater <laughs> good? Like, what? Is, is there, I, have, I can't think of the scenario or maybe if aliens <laughs> attack <laughs> fucking green heads, you know, maybe that'll be, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't then know. Even then, not all the aliens are going to be assholes unless it's like the Borg or whatever, some kind of hive mind thing. Then maybe they're all assholes. Well, but. I guess the question is, um, how could you manipulate them? Would you use like holographic technology? Would you use drugs? Would you drug them somehow and make them think that this person did it and then have them kill that person? And that way, if they get killed in the process, you don't worry about it because you're like, he was racist. See, all of this is the same as the death penalty. Though. Like, who gets to fucking manipulate people's brains because they say they're morally superior? You know what I mean? We're in the, yeah, like, there's we're in no, the sci-fi realm now. There, with it, it just there's an episode of Voltron like this. They yeah. find an alternate dimension where the good guys are the bad guys and it's flipped. Yeah. So at first they're like, Oh, this is the best. And they're like, yeah, we've unified the whole universe. Like everyone's on the same page. There's no more war. But then you find out that the way they did it is on some clockwork orange shit. They stick a little brain thing in their brain and then it pacifies them. Yeah. So they have no more <laughs> thoughts of freedom. <laughs> basically. <laughs> like the, Oh, the oppression is good. We will assimilate to your ways. Like, you know, right. It's some like colonist loophole evil. <laughs> I mean, I, I know people hate for like murderers and people who hurt children, even people in prison, hate them having like a comfortable way to wait their time out. You know, they'd all like it to be very punitive, either like painful the whole time or, uh, yeah. Or just die. Uh, <laughs> Understandable. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not. I'm not arguing uh, any of those points. Um, but like, as far as like, you know, we all laugh that like, oh, sexual assault in prison. Ha, 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 ha. But like, none of us is like necessarily thinking on in any way that that should be okay. That that should be your punishment for having to go to prison, especially if you're like, like prison rape. Yeah. Like yeah, that's I, unpleasant. Yeah. It, it. Well, I mean, just uh, for like people who like either had to 
you know, cop a deal or got like, the... I'm, I've said this before, but I'm basically Tom from Boondocks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> many of my decisions in life are fueled by avoiding prison. Like, the, there's many times I could have sold some pot to get by and make some extra money, but uh, uh, I don't know. I don't want to. Don't hurt my. To quote Office Space, Federal pound me in the ass prison. prison. Like that's (laughs) no unpleasant. That's one of my main concerns and fears. Yeah. When I was a kid, I I was like I don't know, eight years old or something. I saw. Was it Oz? No, (laughs) I saw Escape from Alcatraz. I think. Like oh, with Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Yeah. And I just remember just. That was like my first time thinking about the concept of prison. Yeah. And like seeing the cell in the movie and just being like, fuck. And I, this wasn't even, this one prison rape wasn't even in the air in my brain. Yeah. Like that was a later worse thing. But that was <laughs> early on that imprinted me like prison is to be avoided because it's the ultimate like degradation. It like is. Your yeah. Freedom is gone. Yeah. Like, you're no longer a human. You are definitely a number in that, in that right. context. And a one, and a two, and a you're a triplet. Uh, what? <laughs> I don't know, folks. The the beers, the whiskey, yes. the marijuana. It's yes. all kicking in. All right. Um. So we're feeling great. I hope you're feeling good at home. <laughs> Me too. Uh, we'd like to interrupt this uh, discussion. Yes. To, Take to a break. Play you a motherfucking song. Just a moment. A goddamn song it's a song i might have written maybe did you I, yeah i did did you millie vanilli this shit <laughs> fucking liar <laughs> yes yes i definitely millie vanilli he didn't he did it he this. made it himself i promise uh this. yeah so it's a thing called death panel socialites um yeah uh the song is called end of the beginning it's just like the last song in a the, the idea was like do a quadrology quadrology of books there would be albums that go along with it this would be the pretty much the last song ambitious on the album i know fruition yeah i don't know i don't know if it's gonna happen (laughs) i'm 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 working on something right now that is kind of really cool and a big deal um in my own head so so i'm very happy with it (laughs) keep your secrets then i will until the day i unveil veil it and you'll be like that is the Oh, worst idea either. <laughs> I doubt that. I have okay. faith in you. Second worst idea. Uh, clearly letting Joss Whedon do the uh, <laughs> Justice League was the worst idea. Mwah, mwah. All right. I don't know. I think, uh, you know, bump stocks and <laughs> I'm saying there's worse ideas. Than <laughs> there's <Joss> worse ideas. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Well, yeah. So this is uh, Death Panel Socialites. End of the beginning. We'll catch you on the other side with more talky talk. Word! Shit. One, two, three, four, five, six. 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 See?
but I guess like that's that's the important thing of operating from the best possible place. So like to me, I constantly try and use the um, just the I don't know. At this point, it's just become like a like a, a saying to me. But like a, <clears throat> uh, you can't teach a dead man. Right. Like you, uh, you were saying this. Yeah, and uh, and so I'd rather try. I would rather personally, just personally as a person, try and find as much patience to deal with somebody. How you know? Sure. Beyond beyond the final. You can't argue with that. Act there, being like either banishment or uh, death. There might be a limit though. Like there might be a guy <laughs> that does the the breakfast club thing yeah you done yet no i'm gonna kill more people <laughs> and I'm, I'm gonna fuck their skulls in front of their parents you know whatever like the most i'm gonna make it more fucked up because fuck you fuck everyone yeah like that guy's always gonna exist right maybe not well if the internet hasn't taught us anything can we breed that out over time with just our good intentions i don't know like no. that's, that's what i'm saying someone's gotta have a gun because <laughs> like not Maybe. only are there tigers but fucking Jeffrey well, Dahmer is gonna do whatever you know like, like like the thing is that like okay so i love i, I enjoy weapons i'm really especially big on like learning about pocket learning learn, cord, learning sorry. about swords you're fine learning about swords that just means that cables garbage uh, <laughs> it's not insulated very well uh we may be working with equipment that isn't even properly grounded i'm not sure no one's uh, paying us for this shit we're just trying to make it get by you know? we're just trying to make a, de- a dollar and if a bill. you'd like to donate <laughs> um but uh shit where was it going i don't know shit. I'm sorry. what was i talking about i, I, I uh, fucked up you're fine no, you're fine <laughs> i was saying you always gotta have a gun because the fucked up guy is gonna exist right and so i was just saying that like i i appreciate weaponry and i think it's not something that necessarily outside of nukes it i, I mean they'll always have the schematics well and you it's know. just like uh, you could compare a nuke to to you know the assault rifle shit it's just unnecessary like the only purpose of that is war war which yeah. we don't need to happen right because all war is is a fucking racket it of is arms makers it's good for business yeah uh, you war or mass murder like those are the applications like suppressing fire in a war situation or killing as many people as as possible possible. in as short a time yeah so yeah that doesn't need to exist but that doesn't mean we gotta go nuclear so to speak and get rid of all (laughs) weapons because we're still in the world well, like there are tigers. Like if we, I was thinking of it more if from the mountain like, lions invade. We're fucked if we don't have guns. I was like, I was thinking of it more from a, a, a like a point of view of like uh, just collecting even. Yeah, I mean I I get that. Like I almost kind of feel bad for gun collectors because I'm sure most of them like either like are very safe right. and only take them out for shooting because they enjoy that and they're right. collectors. Like I feel for them, but there's like, plenty of people that aren't insane, fucking incel, <clears throat> crazy, fuck, you know. You know, I, I, so, 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 yeah, I get that. But on the other hand, like, at least at this point in time, um, it just needs to be like a complete tonal shift. Right. It, it can't be. So it can't be. Saying, it can't be an object tied to a right. That's right. that's where it's extremely problematic because. 
Then it becomes, this is like the echelon of like. It can be tied to a right, but it can't be in this emotional way that it is now. You need to be able to talk about what that right really is and what the limits of it to keep other people safe are. You know, like, well, but I don't, you, this if, way you can't have an honest conversation with these if, assholes. If, <laughs> like if, if you want to play, if you want to play with like military grade rifles, there's the military. You can go join it. I mean, yeah. you do have those options. It's not like, right. it's not like anybody's like, that's it. There's no chance you're ever going to go play with a, I don't know. I mean, a Gatling gun. <laughs> that would be awesome. Because the there's like the was like the Huey P. Newton Gun Club, right? Yeah. Like from that perspective of, you know, it's like black folks saying it's like we're not the NRA. <laughs> yeah. But like we have the right of the Second Amendment to defend ourselves because obviously the cops aren't going to defend us, and we have to defend ourselves from the cops. Right. So I mean, that's like. Like, that's why I'm not, like, you know, melt down all the guns. Yeah. Like, the world still exists. Like, it's naive to think it's going to go away. Right. But, but it, we should be working toward well, that once, as all of our goal. Once, right? some, once like, some of these problems get taken care of, the need for the gun will start to wither a little bit. Right. Um, that's, that's what we should be doing and, is making it a world where we don't have to shoot each other. It, yeah. And so that's kind of, like... To me, if somebody's like, it, to me, if you need to have a gun in a society and you call it a civilized society, those are, it's totally uh, oxymoronic yeah. to me. Those, neither right. of those make sense. Like it's true. if you, once you get to the status of having no guns, will you truly reach a civilized society? And then not, yeah. not because the gun is the problem, but every bit of it, of what it represents, not only just where we're at, but where things have kind of like stopped. I mean, right. there was always this idea that there were going to be like laser guns or stun guns or all these like so amazing technological leaps, you know, in, here's what I would in, say right? in, in technology, weapon technology. Yeah. The gun in our culture is a tool of fear. Sometimes you should be scared. Yeah. So it's a legitimate tool to have in situations where it's needed. Yeah. But to make fear this fetishized identity that these gun nut types have is fucking insane. It's like this, like flipping of common sense to where up is down, black is white. Like I'm not going to live in fear. So I have to, you know, carry three pistols and two ARs into fucking Einstein bagels. Like, it's like how the so most you're creating fear and you're mired in it. Like your your entire persona is about fear, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, like, and and reacting to fear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so prepared for fear. Yeah, wouldn't you be afraid? Right, you're terrorizing because you're terrorized. Yeah, as Depeche Mode once said, <laughs> hurt people, hurt, hurt people. people. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> really brought that brought that back around and brought it back together. But yeah, so I, I don't know. Like I I appreciate what Michael Moore did with um what was it? Something about uh something about Columbine. Uh, bowling for Columbine. Bowling for Columbine. Um 
because he did really kind of send home the point that like how are we different how is the united states different from any other place and he really he really couldn't find it but he was kind of always closely circling around it because i mean what were uh eric dylan and uh klebold but white supremacists um and uh, like i i will say without a doubt uh you know on a on somewhat of an ideological level i disagree with the gun in general uh on sure, on anti-white right. supremacist grounds like <laughs> like I mean, they're not the only ones to create muskets chinese had muskets about 500 years uh they were big heavy iron things that you had to use gunpowder with and shoot like a little cannonball out of but like it's this <clears throat> i don't know how to it's like this uh inverted dichotomy i don't know how, these are not the right words yeah. but it's you cannot have the civilization without the gun because you have to in some way tame the nature around you to be safe enough to walk down the fucking street. But you like people I mean? no, people have done it for millions of years though with like other See, other saying, other weaponry besides well, right. this particular incarnation okay, sure. con- car- incarnation of But weapon, it's the most efficient. If I'm alone and there's a bear, I want the biggest gun possible. Right. And because it's and life or death and you know like and mass shooters think the same way because they're like it's the most efficient easiest way for me <laughs> right. to dole out death on strangers or people i don't like right but it's <laughs> i'm just saying you can't go all the way because there's it's still the world you know it's, yeah but i mean part of our incidences with animals and stuff word. incidences incidents incident incident incidents. is the singular incidents incidents are incidents <laughs> incidences incidences is not a word what is that what am i even saying it how would you even spell is that? a word because incidents ce is yeah. a medical term that refers to like cases over a period of time you know what i'm incidents thinking incidents of heart disease or whatever instances Okay. <laughs> this is a common as a grammar Nazi, I have to call you out. That's on awesome. No, I didn't even because know. it's not a, it's a common I was thinking, I was thinking of in, instances. Okay. I mean there are very few instances with which we run into wildlife if we're not encroaching on it. Like, yeah, of course we're always gonna need once you've established I mean I mean I like to get to that level you have to I don't know. Even even I to this day, no matter what, probably for the rest of my life, I will always want like a nice, I don't know, maybe like a 30 caliber bolt action rifle or something like that. If such a thing even exists, I don't even know. I'm going to let my ignorance show there. I think I've looked it up actually, Fucking but it's no. a nice, but it's an, it's a nice heavy round. It's like computer people. And they start talking about, I just hear numbers. It's the same with gun people and car people. Yeah. I just start hearing eight cylinders, four cylinders. It's just, well, for the most, for the most thing, if you think about a gun as a machine, Hmm. there are very simple machines, which have very simple uh, parts to it. And that one's probably one of the most simple because you're dropping in each round you know right. uh throwing it into place and then um the bolt action <clears throat> yeah and then and then uh pulling a thing that you've cocked already made famous by <laughs> john f kennedy <laughs> well, not really by him but <laughs> he had something to do with it. <laughs> made famous by his fucking brains anyway <laughs> um sorry I, no, you know, no disrespect to jackie o my bad 
And it's not to say that like some of them are not impressive. Like when you look at, uh, yeah, like when you just look in at, the same way a watch or yeah, a car yeah. or a sure, yeah. I get it. I would, I would sure. hate, I would hate to, I would hate to, um, kind of just end that as a craft, as a person who enjoys crafts and, <laughs> and arts. Like, <laughs> right, but it's like, can we, can we get to a place where? that isn't somehow tied detrimental to detrimental is not a health issue in the United States. Guns are a literal health issue in the United States. Right. And why is it that there, there's so many of the people who are most vocal about guns are also fucking racist psychopaths. Right. Like, <laughs> right. What's up with that? That's why, that's why when I wasn't dealing with racist psychopaths, I had to kind of like pull back and apologize and be like, you know, I might, I might be trolling you a little bit, buddy. I mean, I guess it makes sense because it's what you're saying. Like if our vibes were always trying to go toward peace and more understanding or more prosperity for everyone, yeah. it, it, our actions would be different, right? So the people who are drawn to a, a, a instrument of killing are, might be into some fucked up weird thoughts on uh, some negative well, killing are, everyone shit are pre- makes sense. are pretty cool with i got mine fuck you right <laughs> kind of right. just just on that level like you know um, which and it's what i'm saying at some level that has to be the way it is right if society breaks down i do have to get mine and fuck you but as a society, we live in a society. We live in a society. <laughs> it Pretend should, it's a city. It should be, we should be aiming higher than that. Right? At all, at why all, at why all do times. we accept our mediocrity? Why do we accept Ted Cruz? Right. That's what <laughs> it, he's not even mediocre. He's like somehow below. And yet he so represents all of our mediocrity. We made Power Rangers and Steakums. bagel pizzas (laughs) yeah we've we've made some great things uh did you ever have the the frog and (laughs) the breakfast uh toaster strudels the um the The ones with the ones ones with the eggs and the bacon in them i I like those uh, i don't know i was a fan the fake egg thing is weird the cheesy bacon part was good. the fake egg thing they weren't real eggs i don't know they were weird (laughs) they might have been real eggs (laughs) But it's, and especially if it didn't get all the way heated. Oh was yeah, cold no, that egg. was bad. No, that was bad. Because cold egg is way worse than like <laughs> cold uh, raspberry filling. You yeah, know, cold raspberry it's filling worse. is literally just frozen jelly. It's you just oh, it's not the best. But when it's an egg, it's ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's gross. Somebody fart in my mouth yeah. <laughs> and not buy me dinner. It's like, right, as it goes back to what any, like what I was saying, like, if we can make all this shit. Yeah, yeah. We can put beer in cans and we can. And then crunch the can and make another can and then put more beer in it and put it in my belly. I don't know how microphones work, but I'm using one. Like <laughs> Magic. <laughs> I think there's like a Joe Rogan bit about that. Magnets. I know you're not allowed to like Joe Rogan Magic. now for some reason, but it's a funny bit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I understand the reasons. Some of them are valid, but I think it has more to do with stupid people taking him seriously. Why Poss- would you? Possibly. I don't think. <laughs> anyway. 
Um, yeah, when did he say he was ever say he was a pillar right, of the society? I, <laughs> I think him being as big as he is is problematic, but I don't know that that's necessarily his fault. <laughs> right. I don't know why we're talking about Joe Rogan. Yeah. Oh, because I referenced his. That's okay. Let's I don't see. know how microphones work, but we'll move on. Anyway, are, is it done? <laughs> how long have we been talking? Forty-seven minutes. We're not quite there. Oh, no. And I'll tell you why we're not quite there Pat because the <laughs> because because. Because, so the conclusions I've come to with the United States, obviously some uh, national, nationwide collective trauma there about our past. We haven't actually dealt with our past in any way. Well, and our present, it continues to be traumatic. We're just digging that hole deeper. Oh, yeah. 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 And that's and that's the crazy thing about trauma is if you don't deal with past trauma, you won't be able to deal with current trauma. And so trauma compounds. You basically just live in a crisis to crisis mode. Hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and it's not it's not any good way to be living in a crisis to crisis mode because you'll end up in endless wars like uh, Afghanistan and Iraq, or uh, you know overthrow democracies like in Central and South America, or uh, don't you mean install democracy? Oh yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. My bad. I always confuse the two. It's a very confusing time and place. For you see, in. the brown folks are very lawless. They <laughs> yeah. need the white man. <laughs> they, they need Western Euro- Eurocentrism to save them. And uh, and God damn it, we're the sons of bitches with the biggest gun to do it. What's up, motherfucker? Did you see what we did to Nagasaki and Hiroshima? They don't even be there no more. Yeah, are those places, can you go there? Yeah, that church uh, that you see in all the photos is still there. Is it preserved? Is it like the whole fucking city is a museum of death or what? They pretty much redid everything, but there's that. There's not radiation? um, I don't know that the fallout was necessarily permanent throughout the city. Um, It's been, what, 80 years? Yeah. yeah, Not 80, 70. um, Yeah, yeah. But what, 45 with the right year? 45, yeah. And it's, I can't do this math in my head. <laughs> it's 25, 14 plus 76. 14? It's been almost 80 years. Okay. Yeah. I, I wasn't even right. I was ten, dollars $10 off. <laughs> it's hard to do. It's hard to be on the spot. Why, why am I calling time dollars? Time dollars. Time is money. Do you have time dollars over there? I got um, time dollars. Yeah. So yeah. Clocking mad dollars. It's it's it? it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a while uh, before United States no longer identifies with the need for efficient killing machines as a, as an identity and part of its culture is but basically like, my summation on my essay today. <laughs> someone needs to like vermin supreme people's brains with this shit yeah. <laughs> and like. Because it's just we're button heads against walls. Like there's oh, yeah. no no one's getting through. You know. Well, it's e- it's either or, which is a problem in our culture anyway. Everything is. It's like you're either you know Hitler or you're Gandhi. <laughs> it's like there's got to be in between. Although everybody I hate's a child molester. <laughs> right. That shit. Right. <laughs> 
Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody literally pulled one of those today. It was so funny. Yeah, I just like, right. what are you going to say to that? You're just like, you don't even know the joke that you've become. And in fact, one dude got real threatening because I said he was a well-trained dog. I was like, I was like, oh, you're a well-trained house pet just parroting the same shit you hear over and over again. And huh? meanwhile, they're worshiping a guy who is a child molester who <laughs> bragged about teen pageants and how he could just walk into the yeah. dressing rooms and yeah. shit creep like, on him who who was totally not creepy with his daughter either yeah all <laughs> that shit like just the it's so insane the dissonance i can't look at my hot daughter on my lap you're gross trump you're gross it's just how do we unbackwards all of our brains to where the Think the truth makes sense to people again. Well, <laughs> you know what? What have we done, and how do we undo it? Well, like I'll I'll leave I'll leave y'all something something we've talked about a lot on the show as I go through the old episodes and trying to find some episodes. Um, Ugh, I don't want to hear any of my takes <clears throat> on anything ever. No, no, no. I just but, say shit. It's like, but just just like something like The Walking Dead. Like The Walking Dead yeah. has a lot to say about Robert Kirkman's views where he thinks we are as a country i think and i've never i haven't so don't spoil this for me because i have not finished after the after the people wearing the skin parts i dropped out around there too i haven't finished it either okay i have it to finish i just haven't finished it yet in fact actually i just picked up like 177 dollars worth of comics over there uh, oh shit from my box uh that i haven't i haven't looked at in almost a year um (laughs) that's how out of it i am but like uh I mean, there's a lot of like this idea that people that people are going to be real untrusting of each other. They're going to be incredibly untrusting. They're not going to necessarily work together in many in some instances or quite a few instances. And like, well, I know history isn't like everybody gets along, la la la. We all get through it together. Like, there's a deeper side to history where we haven't gotten this far without working together. Like there's a lot more of the working together that has gotten us this far than the need for some idea of competition. Competition to me is, I mean, uh, it's uh, both. I mean, it's more to me, that's more of a myth of like, of, of, uh, capitalism than it is necessary, a necessary, it's, um, it's not, a, it's thing. not untrue that the capitalist competition breeds, solutions to problems that are efficient that's not untrue but i don't think it does it better than just wanting to solve problems for good reasons <laughs> you know what i mean for like non uh brutal mindset reasons well you know it only here's the thing it only goes back to like trying to save money and if it happens to save a little bit of the environment or it happens to not harm right. this bitter whatever like that just happens to be part of it. Right. They're acting. It's not a driving force. They're acting like motivation can't exist without like greed, I guess. They act act like teachers and mental health workers don't exist. Right. Because those are people who are not working for their fucking paycheck. Like like you can't ever make a good decision without uh, financial motivation. Right. Like that's the only motivation that's real. Which if you want to take that one more step further, those are guys who don't seem to be able to understand every interaction not being transactional. So like if you have an interaction with somebody, it must be transactional. But here's the fucked up thing is that they're right because they think that. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. 
because the assholes think that way, (laughs) the world is that way. Because like I was saying earlier, if the asshole's an asshole, politely asking them to stop nicely isn't going to stop shit because they're assholes. Yeah. So they don't respect other people's feelings. So or, what? So what you're saying is we need to stop the assholes from setting the rules, right? But how do you? Do, it's right. We're going back in the circle again. How yeah. do you do that without becoming the asshole? Right. I don't know. We'll get there. We'll get there. little by little. I We're guess working. it just has to gradually over generations. More good mindset <laughs> has to spread to where it becomes the majority. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the the collective makes that decision to yeah of course we're not going to fight over resources we're going to share them so that everyone wh- why would we it makes no sense to fight over things and lord them over people for power yeah power is nothing right it's just misery power is nothing when you're going to die that's a well, that, because, that's a very important point because <laughs> what we've learned from every monarchy ever and fucking Scarface <laughs> is that all power gives you. And, and we, and we've learned it from Mason Puffy. Yeah. More money, more, more money problems. problems yeah. yeah. It's the more power you have, the more susceptible you are to losing that power. Right. The more and visible going down, you're and thrown, going, going down with it. Right. If everyone's in this dog eat dog mindset, the more, yeah, it's it, it makes no sense. No, it doesn't. Sharing is the way. Sharing is the way. It's a good way. Yeah. It's it's the difference between doing coke by yourself and doing it at a party. <laughs> <It's> better, <laughs> or yeah. alcohol or whatever. You know, it's like right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, would it be fun to just hog all this molly and do it by myself, you know, at home? Sad? <laughs> a little sad? <laughs> or do it at a party with a bunch of people around a bunch of people? Because all the scarcity shit is a myth, you know? Absolutely, it is. We we could easily support 8 billion people if everyone had access to resources. Absolutely. If Nestle wasn't fucking ruining entire continents. And again, again, it's not even that, like, capitalism has brought this stuff. It it also has an incredibly inefficient side. Yeah. It has a very inefficient energy wasting. Right. It's the uh, other side of, uh, of competition being the only, or of, uh, finance being the only motivation is inefficiency when it comes to survival. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just like anything where <laughs> to quote Ben Shapiro, the, the truth or whatever, what does he say? The truth doesn't care about your feelings or whatever facts don't care about your feelings. yeah that's what he says that's the is he the one who said that's that? what he says oh, but i don't God. know he quotes it i don't know who yeah, said geez. it anyway <laughs> reality doesn't care about greed right yeah like no. just because you're looking at the world through this like dog eat dog fear-based my neighbors are going to come for me if I don't get them first mentality (laughs) and then basing your entire societies on that shit. Like that doesn't mean that's reality. No, that doesn't mean that a a mentality of uh, abundance for all wouldn't work just as well. Right. No, it's a myth. The myths we sell ourselves, the myths we sell our service of the greed of a few. So yeah, I don't know. It, the, um, it's weird because, like, in some ways, I feel kind of s- un- emotionally separated from the gun thing. Outside of 
the fact that like people are getting killed and that people can't feel safe and that I have a person out there in the world who could, yeah. you know, who's definitely worried about it. So we watched, um, have yeah, you I had a moment today. There was a weirdo when I picked up this beer at the yeah. gas station on yeah. my way to do this very podcast. There was a weirdo there who had like weapons. I don't think he had a gun, but yeah. he had like a baton, like one of those little ones, you know? Yeah, yeah. Those that flips ones. out. That no, not the out? telescope. No? The It's like just a little, uh, it's like four inches long and it's just heavy and you hit someone with it. Oh. <laughs> People keep them on their belts. Okay. It's a little mini baton. Yeah. Um, he had like that shit and maybe he had like mace or something and he was wearing like a full ski mask and a leather jacket. He looked very like Columbine, like <laughs> edgy, like edgy kid. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But he had a ma- like a like a mask on, like a mask mask, like a like a full ski mask. Okay. So all you could see is his eyes, oh, and it oh. was over his whole head. Oh shit! And as I got out of my car, he was walking into the gas station, and I hesitated. Right, right, right. I was like, should I wait out here for a couple minutes to make sure he's not shooting that place up while I'm in there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that dude looks like he worships this culture of fear, like yeah. to me. <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah, in Berlin, they were like, don't worry, nobody has guns here. Nobody's going to shoot you. That was one of the first things someone said to us when they realized we were American, because we were there in in Europe right when Vegas happened. Um, so that was <clears throat> that was super interesting. But yeah, uh, it was it was interesting watching that shit on the on the news. I mean, I saw it two hours after it happened. I got up, went for coffee and it was just like fucking on in a cafe. And I was like, oh. It was, it was super, super fucking, that's weird, huh? Super interesting. It's still recording. I don't know. We should get the fuck out of here. Camera's doing weird things. Let's get out of here. Did we solve anything? I don't know if we. Uh, I think we at least diagnosed the United States with a cultural sickness that it needs to work through. And, um, and I do think the, the idea of reaching for a higher echelon of goal for your society is a good place to start from. And then you get to a much more real place after that. Yeah, it's a shame that. Yeah, it's a shame that so many people are just disingenuous. Just everything that they do is a lie in service of greed. Yeah, and yeah. that largely they're the people in charge. Because why wouldn't they be? Right. Because there's not another greedy asshole to stop them. I just, I don't, I don't think corruption can last forever. I just, I don't think it can last forever. It just can't. It can't. I mean, it's, it can't. it's a race, right? Yeah. It's like the, it's a race between, uh, destruction of the species and the planet. Yeah. yeah. Or figuring out how to fucking <laughs> work together and live. Or like farting in the asshole's humans. mouths and then get them to, yeah, join us and be humans. Right. Get on over here and join us and be humans. It is. It's yeah. a it's a yeah. like cosmic race of yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just glad that like uh, I didn't die and didn't get there <laughs> first <laughs> to some degree, you know. I don't agree with everybody. I'm still a person. I, you know, I, that was one of the things is like if okay, so my scenario, everybody gives me hypotheticals and these gun talks and whatever, but like if I was to admit the kind of person that I am, uh, in my hypothetical, somebody steals your car, right? Mm-hmm. And they drive away. How angry are you? How angry are real, you? Real, real angry. Real fucking pissed. Now, if you had a gun 
and you could shoot. I would shoot at them as they drove away, for sure. <laughs> right, yeah. Because I'm not thinking clearly in that moment. <laughs> no, no. Neither. Which is why I don't have a gun, because I don't. I personally cannot handle it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I hesitate at making that decision for other Right, people. right. But, like, I, th- I think I, th- I think that, like, uh, I think you're right. I, I would feel the same way. And the crazy thing is, I think most of us would be fine with killing that person in that car, ruining the car. Just out of a sense of vengeance. Yes. For just the to be like, guess of, you didn't get my car, bitch. You know? Yeah, but it's the reality of that. We're desensitized from playing Call of Duty and gloat. Dipping your sack as Master Chief on someone's face as, right. after you kill them. Right, right. I think, the, I think once you shot a man, <laughs> yeah. like you would not feel any sort of uh, I, I hope gloating. So. I hope so. But uh, see, unless you're a psycho. But, but see, that's but see, that's a problem. Is you, you have don't, some post nut clarity <laughs> real quick. You after don't. He you shot don't. Someone. Yeah, you don't get there till after the shooting of someone and right. shooting somebody is a, is a pretty big finality. That was, that's the crazy thing about the whole suicide thing is that like, while roughly about a third of deaths by gun per year are suicide, it's like a good amount of people who survive suicide. Like a guy who jumped off of the San Francisco bridge, uh, they wrote an article about him and he basically said that he survived and he was glad he survived. He said, once he jumped, he realized like, I should not have jumped. All my problems could be worked out. Right. A gun doesn't give you that kind of ability to walk back from. You're just done. A gun encourages, uh, (laughs) drastic, uh, action. One off done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's very final. Yeah. Yeah. Once Uh, that triggers pulled, you cannot pull the fart back into your butt. So to speak, I'm, I'm going to leave everybody. I'm going to leave everybody with a story before we get out of here. And it's a pretty short one. It's just about the time that there was an assassin who was a samurai in feudal Japan. And he had an assignment to kill somebody. So he went for it. He went to go kill somebody and he, you know, his target and he got there. And right before he was about to slice this person, they spit in his face and he put his sword back in his sheath and he wiped his face off and he turned and he walked away. Because he can't kill out of anger. Right. And somebody asked him that. Like, yeah, why didn't you kill that person? And he's like, well, I couldn't do it out of like a personal feeling of like anger or like right. spite for them. You know, when we can't you, properly do my job. if no. I'm feeling the emotion. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So you had to walk away from that. Right. And that's just like, uh, like if you have a kid and you're going to spank them. Yeah. You can't do it if you're angry. No. Because that's fucked up. Right. It causes real problems i mean there's an argument that you should never spank kids at all i don't know that i fully buy that but that's a whole other podcast <laughs> uh, <laughs> look i was his kids i don't think there's anything wrong with hitting kids <laughs> i mean anyway <laughs> i'm gonna do everything i can not to do that yeah. um, next well next week we'll especially me <laughs> i don't have any interest in that i'll do i'll, I'll do i'll do massive psychological <laughs> scariness before i uh I'll, I'll exhaust all those, uh, those uh, wells. I'll just be like, I'll fake my own death in order to make it. <laughs> you think you're, you think you're dealing with a mentally stable person? No. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I, I, I found that I heard that story recently again and I was like, Oh yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a good thing to remember that like, uh, you have to know why you're doing what you're doing. And, 
that even not that contract killing is an acceptable profession necessarily. <laughs> no, but like even but in, I understand the lesson. Even <laughs> in that extreme situation, the you right. know, the reason for doing what you're doing has to be as important. You know, your intentions have to be important. Right. And I guess that's what the lesson is of this whole episode. Very weird episode to have from these two guys. Or maybe not. I don't know. Seemed <laughs> seemed normal. Seemed like what we would it's funny that a guy who was fighting all day on social media is talking about being Zen as shit. You know, we, we all have a, a yin and a yang you know? or a kink. Sure. Should we play people a, a tune, a tune ski? I guess we should. You know what we never play is what? Uh, third album Batwings. Yeah. Uh, I was listening to lazy dog today. Yes. And it's fun, and it's kind of about what I was saying early in the podcast about uh, napping all the time and, like, can I just do this? Is it better than worrying? And that's uh, what the song is about, is wishing I could be – I remember I wrote it. I was staying at my parents' house at the time because my dad had a a thing on his spine and was like paralyzed and getting surgeries and shit and all fucked up Yuck. and so he was in phoenix and my mom was there taking care of him so i was at their house uh like watching their dog and i remember uh watching the dog just laying in the sun and being like he doesn't he probably misses my parents but he's not worried like i am (laughs) about all the medical shit (laughs) you know And he's not worried about, did I work hard enough in life to leave my legacy? No, he's just a fucking, he's just in the sun, yeah. taking naps, <laughs> chasing butterflies. Living his just best life. In the moment. Yeah. And so that's what this is about. Shit. It's the what we should aspire to be in some ways. Yes. Uh, yeah, Lazy Dog by Batwings for Lab Rats. Rob was not on this song. This was when he, after he left us. He left us. He left us. He left us. us. That's not what I'm going to do. Nah, what are you going to (laughs) do? I'm going to play Lazy Dog. Okay. Uh, So here it is. Lazy Dog, Batwings for Lab Rats. Catch you next week. Shouts out to Matt Robinson. Yes, man. His guitar on this. Um, We'll see you next week. I've been Loki Sapfoot. This is Holiday Rob. Peace. Later.
broken hearts, not winning with brute force. My course is just lying in the sun, finding the source of where love begins.